Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Founders Podcast, the practical podcast for early stage entrepreneurs. Today we are going to learn how to ask the right questions when networking. And who could do a better job at this than a successful podcast host? With us today, we're happy to have Nadia Michel, producer and host of the sensational business podcast, The Men's Room. Welcome back, Almost Founders, to another podcast. I am your host, Kurosh Gafari, and today we are here with Nadia Michel, the host of The Men's Room, a podcast that focuses on entrepreneurship in the Middle East and a personal favorite of mine. It's great to have you here, Nadia. Could you please tell us a bit about yourself? Hey, Kurosh. Hey, you guys. Uh, it's great to be here with you, and I'm so honored that uh, you think I have anything to teach you because I'm sure you're all super smart. Uh, I know that uh, the topic today is kind of how to um, ask the right questions when you're networking. And I think that if uh, you're here, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you probably have already like an innate sense of what that means and what you need to be doing. Um, so I, I can't wait to talk about all that and uh, to hear your questions, Karosh. But um, just so you know a little bit about me, I'm a, uh, I was born in Canada. Uh, I lived in Texas for a few years, and then I moved to Beirut, Lebanon about five years ago. And I was fortunate enough to meet an amazing team of people who have launched a podcasting startup. And my show is basically a business-angled podcast, but in a really contemporary sense of the word, because today um, people make money in all kinds of ways. People are doing all kinds of amazing things. And business is no longer about, you know, what you think of business as um, you know we used to think of business as like someone's wearing a suit they're going to an office with their briefcase and um, they're gonna make phone calls and you know you get my drift now there's like there's no model for what business is business is anyone who comes up with an idea that disrupts the way things are and things are happening so quickly in in that realm the world is changing so fast so that's the, what the podcast is about is about who's having these great ideas how are those ideas transforming the world and i'm so fortunate to get to meet all these amazing people so to immediately get into it today we will speak about networking but about a more nuanced type of networking something that you're an expert on about listening and asking questions now to to get the ball rolling put yourself in my shoes for a second at 21, how important was networking to you back then, honestly? That's a great question. Um, I, don't think if, I don't know if I can think that far back. It's like a million years ago. <laughs> um, how important was it? Actually, it has always been important. I think networking comes uh, out of curiosity. And I remember as a little kid, I was very curious to the point when it really irritated my friend's parents, um, you know, certain people are just curious by nature. And I think that if you're both um, ambitious, as I was, as I'm sure you all are, and curious, those are the key ingredients to networking. And, and I think it's something that's just innate. Um, and then it's something that's innate and that like any other talent, you have to develop and sharpen your skills through experience and over time. So at 21, yes, I was actually uh, always into networking. And this curiosity immediately takes me to my next point. 
we can't speak about every aspect of networking in a 20 minute podcast and still be genuinely practical. So it's about asking questions and listening your area of expertise to create a relationship with someone. You need to show genuine interest in them and combine that with the rule of thumb that people love speaking about themselves. And it becomes pretty clear that the right questions are the way to go. But what are the right questions? From your experience, which are the questions that spark this willingness to speak and connect? That's a great question. And I think that, first of all, what you said, you hit the nail on the head. People naturally like to talk about themselves. Some people are better at it than others. So I think, first of all, there's one principle that I apply in my whole, in, in life in general, and I think it's very useful also when you're asking questions, is to think of uh, things as a sandwich. So I love sandwiches. That's why I live here in Beirut, but that's another story. <laughs> but there are different kinds of sandwiches. This sandwich has a top, a middle, and a bottom. So the top of the sandwich is how do you prepare someone for the question? You want to... Um, basically point out or uh, compliment them on something that they've done or that you're familiar with or that you appreciate so that they kind of open up and they're excited to tell you more. So that's the top of the sandwich. Then you go in and ask the question. And then at the end, uh, it's always nice to close a sandwich with a nice little, uh, you know, it, that, which is not always necessary, but it's nice to close it with in some way, in a positive way, whether it be, a reiteration of how grateful or happy you are with whatever information they gave you if you're networking and also uh, a positive lead into the next whatever the next step will be which if you're networking when you're meeting people you always want to keep doors open right because you're going to get information maybe that you want that specific moment or day but what if what if you can connect with that person in the future so you always want to make sure that you leave on a good note that you have their contact information from a practical perspective and that you um, maybe talk mention something that maybe you can collaborate on in the future that you look forward to seeing from them in the future. So looking ahead. So that's the sandwich. Now, I, I believe that right now during this time, networking is much, much easier because we don't just meet someone randomly at uh, at a networking event. We we are sitting at home and we are on our computers. And whenever we want to approach someone, we have the time to do research about them and find those bits and pieces that can get us this connection. But what happens when you're faced with it in the moment? And I wanted to ask you this because you're also extremely good at asking these follow-up questions, things that you can't necessarily prepare for. How do you do that? How do you in the moment decide that this is the right thing to ask at this time? This is what I can say right now that will make this other person tell me more about their area of interest. Well, I think that's pretty uh, standard uh, part of listening. Um, you know, whether you be networking or in your uh, relationship, in your personal life, any, any conversation or relationship, you have to try to really listen to what the other person is saying I was just reading about this uh, I think yesterday about in relationships how you so a relationship can be any relationship a lot of people listen and while they're listening they're thinking of what they want to say which is the natural thing to do I do it as well and you have to do that especially as a podcast host because you have to guide the, the conversation but at the same time you really have to try to listen without planning what you're going to ask next 
and let them guide you into the next question. So it's more about listening, just about genuinely listen without, um, and, and in that moment, putting aside what you want out of the conversation or whatever information you, you need and genuinely like be interested in them and not in yourself in that moment. Okay, you were speaking about this kind of sense that uh, instead of being in a conversation, it's two monologues and you're just waiting for the other person to end so you can start instead of actually paying attention to what they say. Exactly. I, I love it when we get answers like this because the whole reason why I do this podcast is because I want to get to the conclusion that there are no shortcuts. There is no perfect way how you can sit down and learn how to listen. This comes from the curiosity aspect of it. And on your podcast, people start speaking for two, three minutes in a row sometimes, and they give you tons and tons and tons of information, but you always seem to pick up this right nugget that will get them to speak even more and that will get them to really enjoy the conversation even more. So how do you pick up this right kind of information from what they say? Well, I'm really flattered that you say that because um, I often feel that that's not the case, but thank you for saying that. Um, Because sometimes, you know, especially when you have a podcast or if you were networking, you do have a set of questions and things that you want to ask. And sometimes if, you know, you have to follow those questions and sometimes you want to ask more about something that they said, but, but you really can't because, you know, you can't talk forever and you can't talk about every little thing. But how do you pick that right nugget of information? Well, this boils down to judgment and to uh, also goals. What's the purpose of the conversation? What are you, what were you most interested in uh, when you started this conversation? So how do you, you know, you have to stay focused on that. And this is really, I think, um, I think, again, like, this is something I'm not sure that you can really teach. This is kind of like editing in your mind, editing information while you're listening, and kind of having your radar up for like, oh, this is important. You know, this is, this is the key thing of of what that person just said, because people, people um, don't speak like computers, they speak in a very convoluted way most of the time unless they're expert uh you know media people and which i have coming up by the way next week i'm really excited i have hadley gamble from cnbc you should listen she's super smart um but even her i mean like she'll talk about a lot of stuff and you and you have to pay attention and you have to keep up but your radar has to be up for like what's what's the key thing here and and what's relevant to this conversation, to the, to the big picture. Okay, so let me try to come up with like an, an impromptu example for this. Uh, I am speaking to a tech CEO right now and he, we, we're just in a conversation with each other and then he suddenly says, my kids keep me up all night, which doesn't allow me the, the energy and the time to work on this technology that I'm working on. If your goal is to create a personal relationship with that guy, you pick up on the kid's information and you ask him about his family or her about her family. But if you want to know more about the technology he works on or she works on, you ask him about the technology. So your follow-up questions depend on where you want to take it and what kind of information they give you within that moment. Did I get that right? Yeah, but that's a dangerous example because actually when I first started about talking about the sandwich, 
when you're talking to someone, you want to connect in a personal level. So definitely don't ignore. Those are the things that are the most important to that person. So if that person talks about that, you don't want to ramble on about it, but you definitely have to acknowledge it and show empathy and make them and relate to them on that human level. People, especially who are very successful and busy, they, they get approached all the time by so many people who want to access them and get information from them. So they're not going to be excited that, you know, some 21 year old kid is like, oh, I need to know how to do this or how to do that. You know, a lot of people like to help. But at the same time, you have to, as we all as individuals have to, you know, uh, it's, to learn uh, to communicate in an artful way and and to um connect with people on a personal level so that guy if he said my kids don't let me sleep you definitely want to acknowledge that and say i'm so sorry that must be so annoying i i want to add two tips if i can um that i think have served me well um one of them is to if you if you're networking the people that you you're seeking out should always be people who have solved the problems that you're trying to solve so I think this is key. And I've heard that from like CEOs, especially if you're doing something, you know, if you're in te technology or if you're, you have a product that's really innovative and, you know, sometimes you, you have to solve problems in order to bring your product to market or in order for your tech product to, you know, to get rid of any issues that you have. So seek out people who have solved the problems maybe in a different industry, the problems that you're facing. That's one, I think that's super key and, you know, in general, that's a good approach. And the second tip is something I learned in journalism school, which I think is really useful, is um, never assume. And my teacher wrote it on the board and split the word in two. She said, if you assume you make an ass out of you and an ass out of me. So it really stuck. And I think it's so true. So, and that allows you to keep your mind open and to stay curious, as you said. This was the ninth episode of the Almost Founders podcast. Thank you so much, Nadia, for sharing your tips. If you are listening to this episode and you'd like to become a member of our community of entrepreneurs, you can sign up through our website at almostfounders.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next episode.